You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. The psalmist said that I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. In God's house, we learn His ways. Hallelujah. And when we learn His ways and we apply our hearts to the things that we have learned, we experience the glory that is in the world. God's word is full of life and power. It trains and it directs. When we align with what the word says, we see the glory of the world. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, we are not of this world. We are of God. This is our, not our constitution. This is our life. The scriptures. It changes everything when it lives in us. It, it, it adjusts or it changes completely how we view the world, how we view ourselves, and how we view everything around us. The more of the word of God you have inside you, the more godly you are. The more of the word of God that lives in you, the more you are able to function by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Being a spiritual man is not something mysterious. It's a man that is ruled totally by the word. The word controls everything you do. The word is alive in you. It's not alive in many Christians. Hallelujah. It's just something by... <laughs> and if you cannot submit yourself to the word of God, you cannot walk in the spirit. You cannot experience the power that is in Christ. There is an anointing that goes with everyone that applies himself to the word of God. It must be your life. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. You know, for a while we've been talking. So, last week I, I spoke about some other things about uh, covenants, angels, and important men in the Bible. The fact that everything in Old Testament in the Bible was pointing to Jesus Christ. Everything. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says, in him consists all the fullness of God. So, Old Testament, Christ was in everywhere concealed. And then he manifested himself in New Testament. So everything about Christianity is about Christ. So, but before then, about two weeks ago, I was talking about wisdom. <laughs> when the Bible says it's the principal thing, it's the most important thing. And remember, we read from Colossians chapter 2, verse 3, that in Christ are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So there are many treasures of wisdom. And you know, when we read about Solomon also, just to refresh your mind, I also told you, or we read in the Bible, when we read 1 Kings chapter 4, the Bible said God made Solomon exceedingly wise, and that he was wiser than all men, and the Bible listed some names. That he was wiser than Dada, he was wiser than the children of the East. So we have the wisdom of Egypt. We read that. We have the wisdom of God, we have the wisdom of man. So there are three types of wisdom. There is the wisdom of man, there is the wisdom of uh, prince of this world and there is the wisdom of God. Wisdom of man. We have men who are intelligent, who don't even know God. They are very smart. But it is nothing when it stands side by side with the wisdom of God. Then we have this wisdom. The wisdom of man is the wisdom of this world. 
Then we have, we have the wisdom of Egypt or the wisdom that is satanic. It can also make people extra brilliant. Amen. Now, when we say the wisdom of God, we are not talking about only smartness because you can be smart and do the wrong thing. That's why the book of James says that the wisdom that is from above is first of all pure. If it's not pure, it's not from above. So if I apply wisdom to make money and it involves covering something, that cannot be the wisdom of God. Once there is something shady in it, it is not the wisdom of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But I just want to take it a step further this morning. Praise the Lord. Oh, your soul should long for wisdom. It's already in you, but you can grow in it. Because ultimately, where we get to is to know that the word of God is wisdom. But say there is um, the spirit of wisdom. So, let's read something from Isaiah 11. That Bible says there shall be a branch. <laughs> I think in the course of talking last week, I also said, why do some people always make wrong decisions? And they can carry it on and on and on. Oh, 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 dear Lord Jesus, all my life, I have met people, ladies, with outstanding grades from school. When they show you who they want to marry, you just begin to wait for them. It's just like this is disaster going to happen. But they cannot see. Because <laughs> what I want to share with you briefly this morning is to let you know that there are aspects of wisdom or wisdom manifests in different areas. And except you function by the spirit of wisdom, having wisdom in one area does not guarantee wisdom in other areas. So a person can be a successful businessman and fail in marriage. Children wayward, everything upside down. He knows how to arrange himself to make money but the family is upside down. Now, a person can have wisdom in relationship, but might not have wisdom in other areas. Because there are different manifestations of this wisdom. Are you following me? Common sense, I told you, is the smallest part of it. And they say that one says it's not common. <laughs> That's why I'm saying, where can wisdom be found? Are you, are you following me? Praise the Lord. Different words are used to describe wisdom in the Bible. But I want us to read this very important passage. The Bible says that they shall comfort a rod out of the stand of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of it. Verse 2. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of what? So there is something called the spirit of wisdom. And it's one of the seven spirits of the Lord. Spirit of wisdom. Now let's read from uh, Numbers 34. Something happened to Joshua. Numbers 34. I think around verse 6 or 8. Numbers 34. Uh, I want where the... Go to verse 8. I want the point where the Bible said that Joshua was filled with the spirit of wisdom from Moses. What verse is that? Hmm? Sorry, tell me 34. Oh, I said number. Sorry, sorry. Tell me. Tell me. Thank you. Let's read. Are you, are you following me this morning? Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, you will not take wrong decisions again. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be your name. Deuteronomy 34. Okay, yeah, verse 9. And Joshua, the son of Nun, 
was full of what? How? Or why? For Moses had laid... <laughs> we will come to this, not today. But I'm just showing you that there's something called the spirit of wisdom. That means before now, he did not have it, even though he was an intelligent man. We are not talking about being intelligent. Moses put his hand on Joshua. And the Bible says, what is called the spirit of wisdom came into him. So the Bible says, Joshua was full of the spirit of wisdom. For Moses had laid his hand on him. Mm. Leading three million people required unusual wisdom. It came to him because Moses laid his hand on him. But I want to show you Exodus 31. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When the spirit of wisdom is at work, it manifests in different ways. Ah, there is no reason. One time I was praying, and the Lord said something to me. There is no reason for any Christian to complain or make excuses. If you are hearing me this morning, and where you walk, you are dispensable. Your boss can't trust that when they give you something, it shall be done. And you always have reason to defend yourself. You see, as I was coming. Oh, even... <laughs> this is sad. But of course, it's changing and it has changed. But see, for some years when this church started, the early days of the church, we could not even give a caterer in the church job. I remember... Pastor Boju said he was doing faith seminar in London. The only time that they regretted that seminar was when they gave the contract of the sound to a Nigerian in London. He came two hours late and he began to speak Yoruba. It's, it's, you know, it's in some people. And when you become a Christian and you are not exposed to the world, even though you are a Christian, those things will still be functioning. I have seen. I was part of a committee where we hired a Christian caterer. She came three hours late when the guests had left. And began to give reason. You see, as I went to market, and I was looking like this. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? It is very, it is something heavy. And it's not understood by many. See, another reason is this. I'm, I'm trying to... So many people lack self-control, which is one of the fruit of the Spirit. It is self-control that gives birth to discipline. And everyone must have, if you are a believer, you have ability to control yourself, and you have what is called discipline. Discipline is what makes you to stick to time, no matter what. What people do, and it's what we help you out is discipline. If you are seriously broke and they give you a contract and you think that one contract will make you rich and you start adding to it, adding to it, all you want is to make money from that contract. It's your first contract. You are a failure already. The first thing you do with anything you are given to do is to win the loyalty of those who have given you. And you can only think that way if you are not selfish, if you have self-discipline. That though I have needs, but they've given me this job, I'm going to make very little profit and make the job the best so that I can harvest later. They will refer me. 
and I will do better jobs and more and more. Not that oh, I want to sw <laughs> swallow the whole job. As they give you like this, you are thinking about all the needs of your life. You build everything to that job. Do a shady thing. And you know, it's amazing how many Christians do this. Your salvation should reflect in the work that you do, the work of your hand. That whatsoever they give you to do should be excellent. And when nobody's watching, God is well. Pastor, bless you now, what she can. She's one of the richest women in Nigeria. She told us. She's into furniture, you know. They, and she now, she now she's the chairman of First Bank. The first time that she did a business, she made a furniture for a company. She made the best. She, she did not know that where they got it from, they even cheated her. And when the people in the office, they may look like something imported, but then some people have played some smart stuff. When the office got the furniture, another someone called her that it was peeling. She used all her money to buy a new one. A good name is better than silver and gold. She went broke for months just to put up a reputation with that office that I don't do shady job. She gave them again one and she said, okay, you know what? Bring all the furniture. I will replace them. And she did that at her own expense. She lost money. She felt bad, but she did it. But see where she is today. She was 20-something years old when she did that. A quality decision that thinks about the future, not now. It's not very common with Africans. Um, uh, they cheated me. I said, what, what am I going to do? Aim me to where, where I got it from. When you talk like that, you lose bigger opportunities. Yes, Hallelujah. Where you have told yourself that no matter what, nothing shady will come from me. I would rather not do it at all than to do something funny because I'm looking for money. Are you getting what I'm saying? I have read stories upon stories of inventions and great men in the world. Even some of those whites who don't even know God. Stories of invention. Behind the, all these men, at the back of their mind, what was there was to satisfy people, not to make money. And when that is your call, you will make so much money. Like the one that is all out there just to get something from people. But it takes another way of reasoning to think this way. Because most people think this other way. I just shared. Solomon went to meet the old men. That's how they said that common sense is not common. And they gave him wisdom. The people were making a demand. And the old men that were with his father, his father was the wisest man. And these men had received, the Bible said that he that walked with the wise shall be wise. By fellowshipping with his father Solomon, they had become men of wisdom also. Then Solomon died. And handed over to his stupid son. And he stood before these old men and they told him, the people are asking you for things. They said, if you serve them today, they will serve you forever. They are asking you to reduce tax. Don't use veto power as a king. He said, listen to them and do what they are saying. When you do, if you win them by obeying them, they will obey you forever. The guy checked out. And he went to young, young men, guys. And they told him, that, how can they be daring you? They ask you to reduce the tax. If you are sore for them, nowadays nobody should be sore. If you are sore for them, they will take you for granted. You know, it sounds like the way people talk nowadays. No, no, don't take nonsense. So, if you do that, and Solomon took, and Robam, that's the name of the Robam, too, came out and he said, You know what? You asked me to reduce your tax. I'm doubling it right now. He was, he was enjoying it, putting more burden on the people, and the kingdom split into 12 or 2, 10, 2, 12, 10, 2, right there. 
he lost 10 tribes and he only had two by a foolish decision. Is it possible to drastically reduce your mistakes? Yes. Is it possible? I will get there, but not today. To have what is called the mindset of the just. Luke chapter 1, verse 17. It is that word that somebody described as phronesis, and it is true. That's the word Hebrew word there. The Bible said that to save the disobedient and to convert them to the wisdom of the just. Luke 1, 17. That word they say shall go before him in the power of a liar to turn the heart of father to children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just. That disobedient does not mean that an unbeliever. It means that those who are making mistakes erring from the way of the truth. He said there is something that trips them off. And the Bible said there is something called the wisdom of the just. There is a mindset that you can have. Now, mindset sets you up in such a way that the way you respond to issues naturally will not be the way others are responding. So people respond based on the kind of mindset that they have. What is your mindset? But there is the mindset of the just. That means there is a mindset that God wants every Christian to have and that it determines how you behave when an option is presented to you. A mindset. Are you following me? If you read Exodus 30, 31, I want to show you something from there. See, this, this topic is broad. Alright? <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Whatever a Christian does, not all Christians will buy jets, build domes, and the rest. But every Christian can be highly successful in whatever you do. Because you have an excellent spirit in you, if you open your heart to what you are doing and you follow this thing. Men the Lord will have me tell all businessmen. The number one thing is what is called discipline. If you don't know it, you can't build anything lasting. Now look at this. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, verse 2. I have called by name Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hor, of the tribe of Judah. I have filled him with the spirit of God, in wisdom and in understanding, in knowledge, in all manner of workmanship. <laughs> so there can be an anointing to do things. How many of you do things with your hand? You do crafts. If you read this scripture down, God later spoke to Moses that called women that have given the spirit of wisdom also to know how to break things and do things. So if somebody has a saloon as a Christian, there is an advantage. There is an anointing that makes your hand very skillful. David had it. The anointing of God is not for casting out demons only. The anointing manifests in different ways. Can I hear amen? amen. There are about seven strings or several rivers, or several branches of the anointing. When Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, quoting Isaiah 61, because he has anointed me to pray the good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken hearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and open up the prison door to them that are bound. These seven streams, an anointing can be for preaching. Number one, there's an anointing that is for teaching. There are two different anointings. When a person is preaching outside, either on a crusade ground or to an unbeliever, the anointing at work is different from the anointing that I'm operating by right now teaching. There's an anointing for healing. So when you see healing services, there, there's a, it's a different anointing. That is why if you are the type that you've been trained in the things of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will always demand that based on the meeting you are having, God corrected and taking one time. When you say you are having healing service, don't do teaching meeting. 
Because the angels that are present are different. Let me not get into all that, but did you hear that? When you call it a prayer meeting and you get there, you start sharing. <laughs> when were you? It was very common. Some guys love, you know, they, they, the word was so much inside and they, they like to show. So they come to a prayer meeting, prayer meeting one hour, you are sharing for 25 minutes, 30 minutes. And then when they are now feeling, you say, that's what you say I'm, I'm telling you this so that you know what to pray about. No, when we come to pray, pray. When it is time to teach, teach. When it is time to pray, pray. When you call something a prayer meeting, if it's one hour, at least 45 minutes should be for prayer. Prayer meeting means a time to pray. So based on what to call a meeting, that would determine the kind of angels that will be around. Did you get that? So you cannot go to a crusade ground and start teaching. Say the Greek word is eptomlan. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So there is an anointing for preaching, for teaching, for healing, for deliverance. When I say deliverance, it doesn't mean that uh, ancestral spirit. But deliverance is real. Some people need, some, Jesus cast out demons from some people all around. So there's an anointing for deliverance. That's the first stream of the anointing. The fifth one is prophetic. There's an anointing for prophecy. That's why in some meetings, all that happens, they just the spirit of prophecy operating. And the sixth one, there's an anointing for prosperity or the word favor. Now, that one has many streams under it also. And there's an anointing for warfare. So, when you say the anointing, these are seven rivers coming from it. So, the anointing itself is so powerful, but it can channel itself into many things. So, now, when we say spirit of wisdom, it comes by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Under that one spirit of wisdom, there are also many streams. One of the streams is skillfulness. Another stream, oh, we'll get to this, but not to the another stream. So, there's skillfulness as one of the streams. There is mindset or practical wisdom for dealing with issues of life. Another stream. So the sons of Isaac and the Bible, First Chronicles 12, 32, Bible said that they had understanding of times and season. That is different from the anointing we just read about in Exodus now. Ability to wrote special work. And I'm going to show you in second service. That is different from the anointing, the spirit of wisdom that when it comes to doing mighty works, like Jacob turning few sheep unto many. That's a different level of anointing. It's a different manifestation of the spirit of wisdom. So there is the manifestation in the area of skill. So the anointing of God, when it comes upon us, it, it manifests in different ways. It can give somebody unusual skillfulness in one area. Are you a sportsman? Here, but you need an anointing to, pray, to play. Oh, when it comes upon you, it will not nullify the place of diligence and training, but it will amplify your ability and you can do something extraordinary. Shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. When you are playing for boys, all of you doing this or doing NTME, and you want to start playing for kings, you need the anointing. David was already playing the harp. The day Samuel went to his house and poured the oil on him. Chapter 16, towards the end, a demand was made for him in the palace. That's what the anointing will do. And the guy that made the demand, he told the king, he said, Sir, I have seen the son of Jesus skillful at playing. There was no scripture before then that actually said David was very skillful. He was playing, he was skillful, but it was not recognized. When the anointing came, he took his skill to another level. So at this level, kings will demand for you. 
Oh, kings will call on many of you. Amen. Oh, you better say a louder amen. amen. When the Spirit of God touches on what you are doing. So these men also, God had to say that probably they were also, all of them were into arts already. You know, carving gold and the rest. Then, because God had a purpose in mind for his temple, he told Moses that, you know that guy? He said, he, he, can, he can chisel out things. He said, but right now, I have put an anointing on him. So that no matter, oh, dear Lord Jesus. Are you, are you hearing me this morning? You know, I don't like a quiet church. Let me hear a loud amen. amen. Is somebody following me? Yes, you know, I'm just seeing in my spirit that this is happening to you. Amen. Oh, say amen. amen. You will have a shop on the mainland. They will come from the island. So when you are good, you are good. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> the anointed did something to him. God said to Moses that I have given him special anointing to be skillful in cutting out gold and he was one that designed Aaron's plates. He was not, hear me, and this is where I want to stop. He was not on the mountain to see what God showed Moses, how the clothes should be. Moses mentioned it to him and the guy designed exactly what Moses saw on the mountain. That couldn't have been ordinary. Many times the clients, the clients are telling you what they want. You know, many times it's a problem of interpretation. There are things that you want. Sometimes you want the tailor to make it close. You are telling the tailor that, I want it to look like it doesn't get what you are saying. Because you have the imagination of what you are saying, but imagination cannot be transferred. So I thought it's okay, sketch it, sketch it. You sketch and you think he has gotten it. The day he brings your clothes. <laughs> like, no, the, I, this, this is not what we are saying. I said you should make it look like this. It's more common with women because their taste is another level, you know. Uh, that, that's not what, I said the hand should be. And, again, and as you are saying it, you know, what the pen picture. If I say a black G wagon outside, you don't see it in letter. Even if I write black G wagon, it's at the back of that fence. You don't see black as in B-L-A-C-K-G-Wagon. By saying it, what you see is a picture of a G-Wagon. Even though I'm writing the word black, you are seeing color, picture, image. So, <laughs> when you are telling somebody to do something for you, there is an image you are seeing from which you are talking from. And then there is an image the person is seeing. And most times, you are not seeing the same thing. Because it's not in you, and you are not in him. So that's why some people, when they want to make clothes, they bring the sample. Or the one that is made already. Sometimes you want to buy a shoe, you bring the shoe. That, okay, this is it. Let me look for this type. Then the person can get it because now there's a picture. So when Moses came down from the mountain, and he said that God said the tabernacle should be of gold, the ark should be like this, that guy got it. The spirit of wisdom. Customers will think you are a god. They will think you are abnormal. And actually you are abnormal. Because something is at work in you. Amen. Ability to interpret people's imagination. Amen. And imagine we carry this to offices. CEOs are talking. Nobody is catching what, what he's saying. But you are seeing it vividly. That this is what this man is saying. And you interpret. You execute it exactly as the man wants. That was what happened to this guy. So that was one of the streams for him to be skillful. Hallelujah. There is the other side. 
for the sons of Isaac, they could tell if you were with them, they would tell you that by now you should be doing masters, not working. They could tell you that don't do masters, go and do. The Bible says that they could tell Israel what to do. Oh, how the world we live in will pay any amount to have one of the sons of Isaac around right now. If you have somebody that can tell your company, and whatever it says, if it says this is the time you should sell that property now, buy another one. They know. I'm sure many of you will trade anything to have this kind of thing. To know when to leave the house and when to stay. The Bible said this man had the ability. They could tell Israel what to do at every time. So they will look at Israel and be like, you should not be planting now. You should be harvesting now. Because people are coming to buy your harvest. And it will work like that. They will be like, sir, this family, no, 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 no. It's not your first one that should marry now. It's this one. And it's work like Understand of times and seasons. And time and chance. They determine. Bible said the race is not to the swift. The battle is not to the strong. Bread is not to the wise. Favor is not to the skillful. Riches is not to the men of understanding. Bible said that time and chance happen to them all. But the sons of Isaac had understanding of time. They are made forever. If time and chance is what determines the race, not how swift a person is. And so people have a revelation of what controls time and chance. They are in charge for life. But you know what? I, <laughs> I don't want to get ahead of myself. All I'm trying to still introduce you to, we are going to look at different things. From Solomon to this Isaac I mentioned, to these skillful men, everything is in Christ. That's why the Bible says that in him consists all treasures. So I'm showing you that there are different treasures of wisdom. Treasure of wisdom in the area of skill, in the area of practical use of life. But inside Christ, all treasures are there. And Christ is in you. Say amen. amen. Say whatever I need. Whatever wisdom I need will come out when I need it. Shout amen. amen. When we get down to it, we will talk about wisdom in the area of communication. And I will show you from the Bible. How the Bible said that you, I will give you a mouth that your adversary can never get say. That there is an answer you give and no interviewer can say anything again. He said, because your words are my meditation, Psalm 119, it will start from verse 99. He said, I know more than the teachers. I know more than my Asian because the word. See, these things have been pulled, like I started talking to you last week, about some of these things that there are deep treasures in the word of God. People don't get it because they are occupied with the mundane things of life. I want to parents. I'm looking for a job. If you are trapped at that level, this is why I told you, be careful of this year you take. Don't get yourself trapped. Oh, you know how many times I've spoken with people who want to leave their job, I want to do business. When I ask them just four questions, they cannot answer. I'll be like, my friend, you are hunger we, oh God. You are, I'm, I'm earning 20, they are paying me 130k. Yeah, I know it's more, it's true, I agree with you. But the Bible says, with wise counsel, wage war. You want to step out from the known to an unknown, and you are not clear about what they do. When they mention business, and you ask them questions about that, but they don't know anything about the business. You think, you ask those who are doing business, just, just, just want to open a shop, and everybody will come into your shop. Not so. I, I want to sell iPad. Because you've seen somebody selling iPad and is making money. Is it like that? One of the reasons, one of the reasons, everybody say mindset. mindset. <laughs> one of the reasons why guys from the East, 
most of them don't fail in business because they learn. You know their style. Oh, I love it. You serve under somebody. There are some things you can never know by theory. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All the books you've read on marketing, there is a woman around mainland who sells bag of rice. I was told her children are abroad. She sent them to school from the bag of rice. She never like she, I was told that she has a house. She has a, not, not a house, houses. She built from she might not be able to explain your theory from your book, but she understands rice business in Maryland. She might not know rice business in London or rice business in uh, 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 Aja, but she understands Maryland markets. That this is the time you bring out your rice. This is how customers think. And when you are a daughter and you are following her to shop every day, you are learning practical wisdom, not theory. That they are teaching those who are in school. Are you following me? Yes, when the person is selling clothes, like we have some boutiques here, and you are working on them in the shop, and after some years, there is an understanding you will have. Oh, you know, it, it's amazing how you can make. I remember it was brother, uh, remember it was Patrick that I was talking to one day. <laughs> it shocked me. You know, I didn't understand. I was just like, so he told me that. Okay, something happened. I was like, I was sharing some testimonies. I'm like, ah, oh, God is really blessed. This is wonderful. And I said something like, ah, that, that means you are selling big phones, like the latest ones, and that they are the ones fetching money. He just looked at me. He looked at me as if, ah, Pastor, ah, we'll not go fail if you do business. <laughs> he said, those top class phones, they don't sell much. It's how many people have money for it. Those who have money for it don't come to markets. They bring it to the office. He said, we sell the lowest. He said, before you sell, which one is the latest Samsung now? S9. S9. Before you sell one S9, you would have sold Andre Techno and all those ones. Because few people are rich, majority are managing. So you put you are feeling big. You put S9 in your shop. If it didn't talk to me, if I was to open shop, how can I buy S9? You understand? But he just chipped in. He just told me that. I said, no. You know, when he said it, my imagination came alive. And I remember that when I went to Computer Blade, truly, every shop and every person that came there came to buy a phone of 20, 30. That's normal thing. But people don't need what they cannot manage. And a man will be a silly person to live in a ghetto area and be using S9. You are calling for things. You might be receiving call. They end it with a snap for you and collect. Because it will stand out in that area. And if you are wise, you don't appear too different from the people around you. It's important. Even if you can afford it and you notice that this area, this is how, don't be too flashy before people. You are calling attention to yourself. You park your car. There's no car like it. In the old, I mean, you are making yourself. You are branding yourself. <laughs> are you looking for trouble? But it takes a mindset to understand this. So you're asking people that, so this thing you want to start, you want to leave your job for. What's the plan? Everybody have asked that what is the plan. Many of them don't have a plan. You want to resign. 
and there's no plan. If I ask, okay, this is you are talking about. What is the first step you want? How exactly do you want to start? They don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you following me? <laughs> oh, dear Lord Jesus. How many times have I spoken with young people? They are just paying him 80000 and he's looking for accommodation. If they borrow you money for accommodation, will you be sleeping on the floor? As you are planning to buy furniture in, you are also paying back the loan. How can you manage the two? And this is our going on mindset. Are you getting what I'm saying? Money gives you more control over things of life. It is true. When you have your own place, you have more control. But you see, life is in phases. There is a time you are not due yet for that control. Stay under somebody, they will inconvenience you. Some things that people complain about, I just wonder. I've lived with people many times. So it's a normal thing that when you live under someone, so you are not in control. Accept and serve. But it won't be like that forever. But that will help you to plan yourself better. But if you are arrogant, they don't allow me to go and they don't allow me to so you leave. But you also live in poverty. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, the, the, we will talk about, I consider the wisdom for practical use of life as the lowest level. Like I said, common sense is the lowest level. Even that lowest level, too many Christians are stumbling and stumbling over that at the lowest level. No wise person will take a decision about marriage on emotion alone. A wise person will consider future in choosing a life partner. Once future is not one of your considerations, even you might finish in first class, you will lack wisdom in the practical issues of life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Have you heard me today? Oh, dear Lord Jesus, spirit of wisdom. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name, Lord. We worship you. We give you praise. Lift up your hands and just worship him. You can begin to declare that in the name of Jesus Christ, I have the spirit of wisdom at work in me. If you are here this morning and you perceive that somehow you are not skillful in what you do, maybe even every day today work they give in the office a challenge. Begin to pray right now. Something can rise from within you right now. I believe there is an anointing present. They will just notice at the office that there is, a, there, is, there, there is the spirit of God at work in you. Are you in, the, in any office or in any business right now? And you are finding it very difficult to forge ahead. Everything looks confusing. Just begin to pray in the spirit. Lift up your hands and pray. Pray with the whole of your heart. I just showed you, when we finish, we are going to get there, but it can happen for you today. Joshua received it because Moses laid hands on him. That means, uh, it can be received, it can be imparted. And even though once you are born again, it's at work you, but it can also be upon you and begin to function mightily. So you can receive it. If that is what you come for service for today, that something rests on you, 
that when you get out there, it is obvious. Another day, I will show you how it worked in Daniel administratively. That was why everything was left in his hand. The prisoner, the, the warder gave everything to Joseph. It is recognizable. Do you have it? Everyone who has it will be known. People will know. People will know. It doesn't hide. It is light. It is powerful. If you are in any office and you have it, they will know. Potiphar knew. Then in the prison, the prisoners knew that Joseph had it. It is recognizable because it is tangible and it is real. It is called the spirit of wisdom. It might be in the area of skill that is not, but it is perceivable. It's recognizable. It is real. Your colleagues will know you have it. It is real when it's working. Everybody knows. Your boss can travel because we're in the office. Say, don't worry, that guy is there. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Shall we all rise? Oh, mediocrity has no place in Christianity. We are not, we are not called. God didn't call us to be beggars and every day we are complaining. We're complaining, say, I don't know what to do. This one, and this is the song you hear from many Christians. Is that what Jesus came for? There's a higher life and this has to stop. This life of complaining, you see, these things are not working, this one. No. Step into glorious things. The world is waiting. And these things are in you. Hallelujah. You have the ability to look at what is being done on the street, on the streets and adjust it a little and it goes to another level. By the time you want to do it, it goes to another level. Everybody's talking to that man in the office and he's stubborn. Maybe a boss, a difficult person. But when you show up, everything changes. There is a way you speak and the person can now agree what he was not agreeing with before because you have spoken. It's part of the demonstration of the spirit of wisdom. And these things have been given to saints, but many are not working in it. Oh, blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you for grace this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, blessed be your name. Zuke ma andre kashura mahasta labas. Se prudisha indro ku salamando prahishti. Jesus, we give you praise. Glory to your name. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. All glory to you. In Jesus' name. I bless you in the name of the Lord. That the spirit of wisdom is at work in you. And that everybody can see it working in you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m., while our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.